I always look at it this way. Remember the, uh, what was it, Entourage, that silly-ass show? That was for you, by the way. Oh, we're not going to pass them back and forth? What's the matter? You got tuberculosis? No, we can do that, too. <laughs> I don't care. I'll leave it right there. You are the you, you will be the first guest who has, who has smoked while we're doing it. Well, that's not true. Somebody did vape. Uh, but everybody else either puts up with it or a couple people just can't because it's a tight confines, can't stand the smoke. Ah, hot boxing. Yeah, so I can understand that. Carl's like an Iron Man. He's the Iron Man of producers, of leftist uh, podcast producers. You, uh, no contact high? Nope. Oh, man. He barely even drinks. One time I saw him drink a half a glass of water. So, ladies and gentlemen, folks, I think what you uh, what you've heard some p- portion of uh, uh, is the the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, so, news journal reporter and your copy editor there too, right? Or oh, a I columnist? Was, you did I was all almost everything. Yeah. Uh, also of of WDEL broadcasting fame, Al Massetti. I don't think that counts as fame. Well, I mean, you if, you knew, if you knew the, uh, if you, if you knew the, the, the niche size of this podcast, believe me, it counts as fame. Well, that's, uh, that, well I guess that's the way you measure fame. Right? And I think I, I, I mentioned to you, you were mentioned because Kowalko, in a, in a, in a, in a Kowalko, uh, just a beautiful rant that he made sitting right where you're sitting. John's good at and that. He, and he went, that's why I used to go on Al Massetti's show because I'm trying to get the message to the people. And I completely understood what he was talking about. Right. I mean, it's uh, mass communication. Yeah. So I wrote down a bunch of just random political topics. Okay. We'll see where they go. I have this. Um, I have this this bug up my ass about Bernie, obviously. And I talked to Jason Melrath months ago. Yeah. And one of the things, as we argued, you know, the argument that we're going to keep having because we didn't learn our lesson from before. Um, is like, well, Bernie's never had opposition research, right? And, oh, I, and so I said, so I said, well, what would, I said, what, what would, what would that be? And he said, well, what if they find a video of him singing the Soviet national anthem? And I went, who gives a shit? Like, who cares about that? And so the, re- and so the, I remember that this week because the big interview, the big foreign policy interview with Bernie came out in the Times on Sunday. Oh, okay. I didn't see and there it. was, there, and so there was a, there was a section in it where he's confronted by the by the person and says, "Well, you were down in Nicaragua, and they and you were supporting um, the Sandinistas, the elected fucking government of Nicaragua, um, and you were at a rally where they were chanting like death to the Yankee or the Yankee yeah. will die or something like that, or whatever it was.' Yeah, they were like, "Well, did you hear it?" He was like, first of all, I don't even, I don't remember, but." Like you don't you don't understand like I'm supporting the Sandinistas. They're at war. like you, we were supporting like death squads who were like mowing down villages and nuns and shit. And she's like, but but did did they sing Death to the Yankee? He's like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> like who cares? Well, and this and it just brought me back. This situation in the Times on Sunday brought me back to that conversation I had with Melrath. Like there's this opposition research like. We're doing it differently. We're not doing it. We can't do it that way. I don't think, because we tried that way and it didn't work. I don't think most people pay attention to that anymore. They One of the things, right, one of the things that they found in the last cycle was that television ads, negative ads on TV, were having far less 
impact in moving the polls than they used to have. I don't know if it's because young people are uh, wise to this from birth, or I, I don't know the reason, but that's what the data showed, that people were not being moved with it, despite barrages of ads. Now, remember, the whole argument for money in politics is you have to have money to fight back against all those negative ads they're going to run. And it's just, no, it's people aren't even paying attention to that. Stop chasing money to use on a, 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 Something that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and just a, a week or two ago, you know, someone found the trove of the the public access shows that he did as the mayor of Burlington. Have you seen any of those? No, I, I, that, they, they, there's one where he's like he's talking. To okay, kids now and, wait a second. We're, we're, whoever is going to run for the Democrats, no matter who it is, correct. even if it's Joe Biden, is going to have some video moment somewhere. We we live on video now. Of looking like a, a douche. I mean, they're gonna. Don't you think they're gonna show Biden saying to uh, the, that guy in Missouri in the uh, wheelchair, "Stand up and and let the people see you." And you know, it's innocent mistake, but it was it was an awkward moment. And remember, that's all you need is this great moment that you can show in a, a three second clip in an ad. This is the way they think. And yeah, you can do that with anybody. And here's the line I'm trying to. It's continue. like, don't worry about it. Here's the That's line. Not I'm, the thing to worry about. Here's the line I'm trying His to make. His answer. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, let, let me just say this. Bernie's response to that should have been, "What difference does any of this make to the future of America?" Yeah, I think that was basically. I don't. Have, I mean, obviously, I don't have it here. But his response was like, "You don't really understand." Like, we're not even talking about that. Yeah, I know. It was sort of dismissive, and then, he, yeah. and then he got he got criticism for being dismissive of the of the reporter. And I'm thinking, like, all you're trying to get him in some sort of gotcha, and he was like, "It doesn't matter what you're saying." Like, why is the whole the whole controversy? The, How this, much does Donald Trump listen to criticism? Right. And, no, and, and not, I'm not even worried. Zero. I'm not to be, see. This Zero, is my thing. Right? My this, enemy hold on. is no, no. I'm just going by. Uh, I'm just looking at data. How much does he care? Zero. How much does he get away with? All of it. So, explain to me why we should care. It's it obviously does not matter. These things that m members of the press pretend matter. They they're the ones who've decided this stuff matters. Well, because, this is why I, this is why I, I so uh, it's the electability. Problems. It's all gotcha bullshit. That that's why because the electability is based on the gotcha bullshit, and we have to get away sort of away from that. And I think the way I'm drawing the line is okay. Play the stuff that Bernie said on in the House or at, as the mayor of Burlington, or on a public access show, or, or show him having vodka in the Soviet Union on his honeymoon. Go ahead. Because it doesn't really matter. Because we can show Biden on the on the Senate floor talking about like the same thing Hillary Clinton talked about predators, super predators that we have to lock up, and you know, uh, busting that we had to stop. And we ha we have him on record saying these things. Like I'll put Bernie's record up today against anybody's for that kind of politics. He's been he's been consistent. He's done very little. He's done very little harm as far as foreign policy and wars. He's always tried to fight for the people he's fighting for today. He was on a picket line today. He was on a he was on a uh, aviators and mechanics picket line today, and so it's these just are, so fucking consistent. These are facts that you're talking about. Yes, correct. Right, right. They, they don't have any bearing on this. I, I, well, what I'm saying is that even going back and looking at what would an attack ad of Bernie look like, 
it just keeps bringing me back to that conversation I had with Jason. Like, knowing what he's done and what he's done over his I life, think it would be how would you like, attack that? Because, uh, I, I think you would probably go with the, uh, did you ever see the poster for Meow Say Dung? You know, it's the, the cat with the with the mouth. I think they do that to Bernie. I, it's I'm just, sure they've already done it. Well, Maoist that, Bernie. What? Are, I love Maoist Bernie. Look, I have. No I'll tell idea. you what. A lot of you motherfuckers should be going to the farms to look, learn how to get back to the earth and learn. <laughs> Five years will put you on the farm. That's a that's a pretty good Bernie. Some of you motherfuckers, you're not going to make it. We're going to have to put you up against the fucking wall. Well, that's. Yeah, but, I mean, but, look, but gonna, again, he's never said he's never said anything about. near that, so it's it's absurd on its See, face. See, to me, all this is is uh, uh, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I you know, they get 63 million votes consistently. They got it for Romney. They got it for Trump. They're not going to get now unless they really ratchet up the turnout, which might happen. Uh, they're predicting the largest turnout in a hundred years. The uh, and but that's all on our side, and that's the key here is how much of that are we going to get out. It's all about getting out enough people to overcome their 63 million. So what, as, I mean, it's, this is the thing, who you think the electorate is and who you think all these new people are going to be. All of those new people, what's going to get them, the most of them out? I, I believe a program that addresses their needs, not just their concerns. Now, what, what they're going to... Material what, needs. Here in the, needs, here in the, here yes. in the Marxist bunker, we call what, it the no, material uh, needs. There are two things you can... Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, the way Democrats have been succeeding when they do is by addressing concerns. Social Security, Medicare, the, the health system in uh, general, Obamacare, but uh, you know, hopefully we're going to move beyond that. But these are the th these are concerns people have. The, uh, people in each of these cases are afraid that they're going to lose something they currently have. And Democrats cast themselves as the defenders of those things, as they are, uh, relatively speaking. Although, you know, let's not forget, Obama was willing to trade cuts in these programs in his grand bargain, which, you know, right, we, we don't know how much tax on the rich they would have put up with. It would have been a bargain, but it, or actually not a, not a bargain, a deal. Uh, the uh, at any rate, they the, the yeah. there are then needs that people have, and yeah, we are not addressing people's needs. Correct. And you know how I describe that? I think I agree with that because <clears throat> when you see an issue, you could do the Clintonian sort of neoliberal thing and triangulate around it. And that's sort of like what you're talking about. Like, you feel like we should do something here. So we'll give you like a tax credit and a school voucher. And so it's, we fixed it. We fixed, you know, we fixed it. You're like, no, you didn't really fix it. Because you're triangulating around it. And you're making concessions to the exact people who are actually the, the problem. So you're not addressing the, 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 the heart of it. And I think that's what we have to convince people is the right thing to do. Is just address the heart of the need, get political power to do it, and once you have the political power, you just wheel it. You know, you you, you do. But I mean, FDR did it. They hated that fucking guy, but he did it. I and the, I, and the things that you're talking about, social security, all of that stuff. That now people are like, yeah, we should protect the things that Democrats. The only thing they do is sort of marginally protect that stuff. The only reason we have been, that stuff is because after uh, FDR, they've been playing defense ever since. They've had possession of the ball for a goddamn long time. And again, this is why I think maybe some enthusiasm, like being neutral or like saying we're just going to, 
it's a conservative position. You're just sort of like you just protect what you have. You don't do anything else, uh, and you don't. Ha and when you try to do something else, you triangulate and just make deals that mitigate what you were trying to do anyway. Well, and so why not go a different, a completely different way? Well, uh, I'm not sure the the whole. And remember, I'm not talking about an individual candidate. I know you're a Bernie guy. Uh, my belief is that uh, he's, uh, for whatever reason, there are enough Democrats who don't like him that it's probably best that that he not get into the final round. Well, why? Why? So I want somebody to carry his program. Why? Why? Why are we? Um catering to the these establishment people that are kind of try to undermine him i'm not i'm catering to the polls where i see a great deal of uh and you can't look there was no reason Here there was the bunker, no earth take a very dim view about any polling Really? We're not a big poll. We're not big polling people here. Well, you know, even if you grant them within uh you know 5% of where they say they are look look they wouldn't spend billions of dollars a year, and I don't mean in the political agree, uh, arena on this stuff if it didn't work to some degree. I guess what I'm saying is this. You see these national polls, they don't mean anything because, uh, who was it? Peter Dow worked on, for, on Kerry's campaign way back in the day. So Kerry got the, Kerry got the nomination uh, ultimately and, and kind of pulled ahead fairly early. Um, he was at, at this time, I think he was at 3 or 4% in like an eight-person field. Well, remember, Dean like it doesn't had, matter. It just, be, it just had to be destroyed first. But but you don't. That's why these numbers, I don't think are are we. I don't think the strategy. I'm just should looking, rely upon what the numbers say that you should do. Well, the, you should numbers? do what you think. Uh, yeah, like national the horse race numbers. No, if you read I'm not everything. looking at that with Bernie. I'm looking at the favorable unfavorable number. He's, he has declined from where he was in 2016 significantly, 10, 10 or more points. And, that you know, that's a significant drop in, in, in likability. Okay, so let me ask you this. Likeability is like electability. What do you think? What do you think? Except it's measurable. Okay. So people say they don't like him in the last, and this has happened in the last, say, nine months or six months, whatever you say. Year, yeah, whatever. Okay. So you follow national pol political news. What What do you think? What what were his missteps? And now he's turning people off. I don't. What do you? Know what that would he you? Had any. Right. So would you, so intuitively, what would you think about a poll that said that his favorability rating has plummeted? No, no. But I'm, he hasn't done anything wrong. No, it hasn't plummeted. Or he hasn't had any controversies. He hasn't been really. He's been criticized, but only around the edges. It, it hasn't really stuck to him. No, because, no. It's it, it, I get more of a sense that people want to move on to something else. We're a shallow people, and we, we like new things. Uh, see, okay, I would agree with you. We are shallow. They want to move on, but but Bernie is something else. It Actually, is. he's the biggest. He's the biggest something else there's there's been in a very long time. I don't know which group it is. He's annoying, but there's an unfavorability rating factor there that has to be addressed if you're really gonna if you're really gonna win it. And I don't want to get all wrapped up in trying to get him the nomination instead of push for the uh actual policies that we need to push for okay this is this is a good this is a good segue because i didn't even write this down this has been in my head but what you just said is very interesting like who are these people which people 
Um, yeah, the people who are are now coming up uh, on these polls to say that they're actually unfavorable now. This this group, these these established, all all the people oh, that no, you're the, sort the, of focusing on. Oh, the people are the. These are just the idiots who can't evade a pollster. Here's here's my here's my issue. I think there are a lot of boomers. Oh, absolutely. I, a I lot of them. I think there. we got a boomer problem. Well, we've and got I didn't a... know how to bring this up because it's a delicate it's a delicate topic. A lot of people get triggered about this. <laughs> And Wait, so, what about being a boomer? Oh yeah, you tell people you're like, "Well, this is a fucking boomer mentality." You got to fucking, you know, it's like boomers. They they act. Here's my problem. My if I had to describe it, I would call it like this sanctimonious sort of like b saying that you're the adult in the room when obviously you're the one who hasn't grown up. Like you haven't moved. The boomers haven't moved on, but they'll tell you that they're the smartest. Because they haven't done anything. Oh no, no! I would. Uh, the only thing I ever argue with you on that is that. Well, you're you're kind of take, excluded from a lot take, of this because you take, take a you in, take a different you take a different position take, than a lot of people. Well, I just want you to remember. I want you to know the history. If you're going to repeat it, at least know it. And it's you know, I mean, that's that's all I'm saying is here we tried that before and this was the outcome. Doesn't mean it's going to be the outcome this time. It's just that's valuable to know that we did try something in very similar circumstances. And here's what. OK, you mentioned John Kerry. Uh, I can't think of a more Biden-esque figure for that uh, day. And in fact, Biden himself could have been running and been the, the John Kerry uh, substitute. These are just they're they're stamped out of a mold. You know, they're they're uh, they're corporatized Democrats. They, they once Democrat, the Democratic Party decided that there was not enough money in labor to keep them in the battle with the management and the GOP. They were going to start making inroads into management by gum, and they don't understand that you don't influence in politics is not a matter at, at that level, is not a matter of them saying, listen, I want you to do this for me. It's a matter of them schmoozing with you. And, you know, because you schmooze with them to get them to donate money to you. They play hard to get. And so what they do is when they're chatting over their scotch and soda, they, you know, they're, they're, they just chat and they get to know each other's worldview. And sooner or later, their worldview becomes your worldview. And this is the problem with corporate Democrats. It's like any other human if you put them in a room with a certain group of humans, they're going to adapt to that environment. And so you put them in a room with a bunch of corporate types who are, you know, just talking about their view of the world and the way the world works and, you know, certain baked in assumptions there that, you know, greed is good and, and et cetera. And pretty soon it, you've got a, a situation where they don't realize it, but they're captive. They're, they're, they're now in that world, and that's what they're thinking of the rest of the world like yeah, from you, that perspective. You, you made a really interesting point. I've been thinking about it, and it is. It's a move from labor to management. Yeah. And so it's a move to the right. Where's uh, the money, dude? Well, again, <laughs> that was the way they looked uh, at I'll it. Tell you, I'll tell you a story. <clears throat> My pop. Uh, when we were like little kids starting a family, he was a truck driver, he worked for UPS. So he was a teamster. I remember him being on strike a couple times. He had to like deliver flowers or and do other things, you know, and then go out and pick it. And then after a period of time, 
he moved up through management as I got older and, and my brothers got older. And so, you know, his career changed and went up. To, to now he's, he was able to retire at a, at a relatively young age. 35 Com- and out was the standard. He, I, I think he, yeah. And, and, and that's, I think, you know, he was still 55, 54. Like he was still young. He's been retired, you know, yeah. which is, which is dope. Totally dope. But his, yeah, all the, all the his, auto workers his, I knew were like that. Yeah. His, but, but again, he probably had more years in management. And and he did get to a level where he was oh, at least right. interacting with people than he had as a as a as a as driver, a, oh, of course, as a truck yeah. driver. You start that way, yeah. And but his politics are are like fascinating and really complicated because he did the same thing in his life. Now I don't. His politics aren't as conservative as like a Chris Coons or what you with a Biden, whatever you want to call it. His politics really aren't that, but he did that. Like he. He sees both sides of it. He understands the tension between it. He understands what the Democrats went from here to here, and uh, you know, it's it's a what you said is a really interesting case, and that's another that's one of the reasons why I'm glad people are talking about labor again. I just said I've been following Bernie around. He's he's uh, he went he was with the uh, airplane mechanics. I think he was on the picket line with the McDon- with McDonald's. He went and spoke to Walmart. T- uh, two or three days ago about labor, he's every has got an enormous every image day. problem. Is labor's <laughs> it, it, the biggest problem for labor is the enormous image problem it has with people who aren't in a union. Yeah, people in a union don't have those problems with it, but people not in one, you know. Now, of course, the, today's unions are not yesterday's unions. The uh, uh, membership in the old manufacturing unions is much much below what it used to be, but it's. Uh, I don't see. We don't have to go through union organizations anymore. Most people aren't unionized, so it doesn't make sense to go to the workers by doing that. Bernie showed how you reach the workers and how you get money. Actually, Obama did it before him. Half of Obama's one point two billion dollars, six hundred million dollars, came from small donations. Now, Jesus, that ought to be enough to run a campaign. Trump spent less than that, God knows. And well, so, Obama. Now, what we know, but what we know, just as a little now, editorial, as an editorial, as an editorial point, Obama actually did that for we now know different. He had he had a different agenda. What mailing list? No, I mean Obama oh, for that. America. Everything got funneled. Like the reason the Democratic Party is in shambles now was because after Obama got elected, because of his fundraising uh, and his team's acumen. Everything in the Democratic Party, some, and I don't know all the details. People, everybody should look this up. But the Obama for America sort of took over um, the fundraising for the whole party, so it all got funneled through his people. And so this is again how you got like this Hillary push the last time. Carl, do you, you have your mic up? Do you, do you sort of know a little bit about this? You might know what about. <laughs> see, I probably picked you up. We're woken up now. Uh, Obama, after his election, when he got all kinds of small donors, he was able to get bundlers as well and things. Um, after that, there was some sort of shift to Obama for America PAC, where like every the 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 Democratic Democratic Party fundraising basically went through his apparatus. Yeah, there was a period of time where. Yeah, so after 2008, the DNC and the Obama for America uh, group sort of, they got weirdly smudged together. Like, a lot of people who were working for one ended up working for the other. 
Um, and that was actually sort of what killed the DNC from like 2009 to 2014, 15-ish, uh, because they completely relied on the Obama infrastructure to do any sort of fundraising or any sort of organizing. And there was actually, right after the election, there was a attempt to leverage the Obama for America organization into an actual grassroots almost platform where people could um, suggest things that they wanted to do. Uh, but the people who were sort of in charge of that ended up getting pushed out by a lot of the party people. Uh, and so there was an attempt to sort of make it into an organizing platform, but that fell apart. And then it got moved in with the DNC, which then also fell apart. Uh, so basically until 2015, you didn't have any real apparatus outside of that, which was doing anything worthwhile. Just, well, wait, I mean, just, to, just, to, just to put a fine point on well, it. Well, wait, where I was going with that was that he got he raised 1.2 billion 600 million was from small donors and 600 million was from bundlers and and packs and corporations he had a choice to make there he could have chosen to be a populist he had popular support and instead all these fundraisers took over it was you know suddenly he has responsibility for the party's fundraising and so he he abandons the idea of it because now he has other responsibilities. As Carl pointed out, you know, he's suddenly look, he's their chief he was their chief fundraiser. He you know, that's the guy everyone wanted was was Obama. It was a cult of personality. Yeah, I will give him I'll I'll Look, I I, I appreciate the one thing about Obama that I, I think I have to always sort of appreciate is I honestly think that he believed that as a, as the I mean he 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 identified as just a black guy and he figured this was going to be epic and I can't I'll if I try to do anything too if I do too much I could ruin the whole fucking thing. Well, and I think he was I think he I think he he got weak in the end, but he got but for a for a reason that I can certainly understand. And I think he just fell into the corporate white he, syndrome. He fell. Oh, come on. What? They beat the shit out of him. They wouldn't I, let him do anything. Look, his, but I think he expected he has a that. messiah complex. OK. And he thought that his the, by, by the magnetism of his personality alone. And where's this sound familiar? He could bring the country together. He could magically get people to drop th- all these longstanding animosities. I think because he was an academic that he outthought himself. I think he was he was he was um, restraint he was restrained to his own uh, detriment, and I think he was restrained for a good reason. But he was a but I I always have said he's a failure from a policy standpoint because he didn't really do anything. But I understand why he didn't. Oh no, ACA is as he fell back into standpoint. He he felt I got to disagree with him. As as awful as it is, it's huge from a policy standpoint and. It's absurd. Uh, the absurdity of our politics is is summarized nicely in it by uh, the fact that it's a Heritage Foundation plan put in place as a laboratory of democracy experiment by a Republican governor who actually ran against him for president trying to disown his own accomplishment. I mean, come on. They, 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 they not only abandoned reason, they took up unreason. How was, how was anyone supposed to have been able to predict that? I mean, I guess the, the 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 critique of that idea would be that he had he did have a majority for two years. He didn't do oh very a much bare majority, 
a bear majority. I mean, I don't a know. A Joe man. Manchin I, I, majority. He certainly didn't. I don't know. I don't want to get bogged down because. No, I, I don't either. I don't want to relitigate. I, I, I think, no. I don't think this is a, a I don't think he was thing. a total failure. I think, you know, I'm, no. I'm disappointed in his centrism and I'm, I was disappointed He's in a, his option. He opted to go the safe route. You yes, know, and I think, but here's the problem. No, the I mean, in terms of going back him. to the fundraising that we started this on, he chose to go the safe route, which was if I placate these people and do what they want, which also will save the banking system, I will pretty much be guaranteed a second term. And he, he was. That, it, you know, it all worked out that way. My problem with him is this. And look, he, he, went he out should and made in money retro as soon as in retro, he got out of correct. That was, was going to say the same thing. My problem is in you retrospect, wants, if you're will. smart enough, you can be like, you know what, you could sort of internalize the analysis I just gave and say, you know, I was, I was a little reticent. I, I made it early on when I had an th- opportunity, and then I got bogged down. I understand now that that was probably a mistake. But where to, f- you know, what is he going to do over the next two or four years? Let's see. That, Who I think Obama. What do you mean? What's he going to do? I don't know. Is he going to go out and campaign for Bernie? Oh, is, is Bernie it, wins the nomination. You mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry. I because that's possible. Would no, he, no. I'm just not doing much counterfactual stuff anymore. No, I just mean. <laughs> I, I, no, that's fair enough. But I meant. I meant. Um, it is the. Haha. It's <laughs> very funny. No, I, I. I wonder whether he's been caught up in the in the storm, and now he's a Davos. Uh, you know, Wall Street. Who, Obama? Yeah. Oh, has been for years. Well, I mean, let's see what he does. Because oh, if it stays oh, like this, oh, oh, oh. again, you were the guy defending him for, for the fucking Obamacare. I wasn't defending the guy. Oh, no, no. I, well, I'm, I don't see people as, as all one or the other thing. I, You know, I mean, uh, you said he did nothing, and I'm saying, well, he did that well, one thing. No, I, I, well, here's what I, just to be clear, I would never say he Look, did nothing. Look, they tried to undo I everything say, he, he did. Absolutely. And they want the one thing they can't absolutely. is the one thing people really care about. Their fucking life. Yes. Okay. I it's guess what I mean simple. is, I, I would not say he got nothing done. What I what I would say is, on balance, it was it, it was a failure. But was I mean he he, <laughs> he was certainly yeah. I mean, it's not that things weren't better. Things about the environment that he that he wrote, that he got, kind of got in on, and 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 again, Obamacare is not bad. I, I'm not saying he didn't get anything done. I'm saying that as a project, as a project to try to do the things that we were talking about, like meeting people's material needs, it was a, it was a failure. He's talked about criminal justice reform. It really never happened. Nobody got health care. He didn't get Merrick Garland in the Supreme Court. No, no, people did get health care. Not everybody. Not everybody, but... but a, a, and it's still a, too expensive, and people still make money off of it, so it's bullshit. Well, it, the, the fact that people make money off of it is bullshit. But remember, that just makes it like uh, higher education. Which also should be free. Um, the, remember, there was a time in this country where I don't school wasn't free, free at all. I don't believe it should be Has free. Anybody, did anybody get a, a, a bill when they it, came to high school? We, now we have all the way through 12th grade. Never happened before. Now going four more years or even two more years is like people want to faint. But like we did this already. More schooling when you're is better for free. And in you shouldn't France, have to fucking pay for it. In France, higher education is not free. It's they it's three hundred dollars a semester. 
And it, you we'll know, you it he- how about we call it heavily subsidized? Yeah, yeah heavily subsidized. Uh, yes, exactly. I mean, that's, uh, uh, but, you know, the thing is, if you say free, it triggers conservatives. They're really stupid. I don't when think you- we, I don't think we should be creating our arguments to try to get them to think it's not stupid. No, I, I think the I idea think should, of trying no. to get them to think I'm it's trying, not stupid is, I'm is trying, a loss I'm cause. tailoring them to get them to fall asleep. I don't want to trigger them. If you say free... I try to separate the game from the truth. Oh, well, well that's... Yeah, you can't do that. That's... Uh, I mean, it, look, it... it I might I, I, I might be uh, stating the obvious here, but in politics, lying seems to pay off quite well. I, you know, being absolutely, literally true is being, going to be a detriment. So, like, you know, just go with, uh, you know, uh, what, what would you call it? Um, family feud true. You know, we surveyed 100 people, and the number one All I can think about is uh, freaking Richard Dawson making out with moms on fucking oh, Family Feud. Oh, you don't feud. watch it anymore. What's his name? Steve Harvey's the host now. Oh, it's, yeah, it's way different now. Um, so before we cut this off. We this spent might, that much time already? No, because this is going to take a while. Jeez. This I, is going to take a while. I used to do three hours at a time, dude. That's true. We don't, even if you can get us some of those sponsors, we'll take them. I never got a single one. Jensen's your man there. Uh, so <clears throat> the thing, the thing I was, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about when my first, like the first topic when I was thinking about having you in was this idea that local politics, say the state level, the general assembly or something yeah. are moving leftward and how quickly they're moving leftward. Are they really moving leftward? Uh, like what that project, how is it going? Because I'm on the fence, but you've been following it actually longer than I have. Like Steve Tans are the same. And so I'm wondering what your uh, sort of what your feel for it is. And I'm talking about attorney general. I'm talking about the General Assembly, all of it. Well, I, I don't want to. OK, let's start with the attorney general. I, I've known Kathleen Jennings for long, long years. And I remember during the campaign, she was getting trashed by a lot of people for her establishmentarian roots. And the thing is that I couldn't have predicted she would be this bold, but I had faith in her. I, I didn't air it out much on the blog because there was, you know, everybody was in love with Chris Johnson. I'm still in love with Chris Johnson. I don't even know Chris Johnson. The thing was, he's a beautiful person. I'm sure, I'm sure he is. I just, you know, my attitude was, this is the person who's going to get the job and she's going to be better than people are going to give her credit for here because they don't know her. And, you know, uh, she looks, if you just say it was an interesting case for me, uh, the difference between knowing a person and seeing what that person is portrayed like in the media. That's it, it, there's a huge, huge difference. It when you know somebody and say, okay, one of my best friends, I absolute, you know, and I only have like three. It is that many? Yes, that's you know, there's there's three guys I would like you know trust my uh, trust if I died. I'd trust my kids with that that level friend, okay? Fair enough. All right. So he's an extremely conservative federal court judge, appellate court judge. And it's 
most people would say, well, you're really like, yeah, we have arguments all the time. We have political discussion, and they're not arguments. They're, you know, I argue the, the liberal side. He argues the conservative side. I think I'm, uh, uh, reality usually uh, bears out uh, that I have a better view of it than he does. But, you know, I, uh, I would absolutely trust this guy with my life. I mean, he's uh, he has a, a level of integrity that most people just can't even approximate. And so that's, uh, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? People people come in all flavors. Uh, some of them, you hey, know, look, I'll tell hey, you, here's hey, what I'll tell here you. you go. No, let me, let me I'll give you a comparison. Let me, tell Hold you, on. let me tell you about the attorney general. No, and then this you... is real quick. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, it's, uh, did you ever see the Harry Potter thing? Because my kids were that I have age. not. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, well, I'm they a... had jelly beans, but they did. They weren't all sweet flavors. They came the in like fuck that licorice. No, no. Black licorice. They came in. They came in all every they, like uh, snot, earwax. Uh, they, they came in every flavor. Uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, well, go ahead, the Attorney General. I mean, I I'm we're cutting really out the earwax see, joke. But make I a knew, note. Make a I note knew Kathleen Jennings. Felt this way as a private person. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I could I, not have predicted I, that I will she tell you, would be this bold, but I knew her I'm as not a gonna, person, and I, therefore I, I trust her. I have absolutely no complaints. I, it's it's This is why it's funny, and this goes into the broader picture, because I was at an event a few weeks ago. And there was some folks there, uh, you know, to talk to me. But I saw, uh, I spoke to Laura Sturgeon, and she, when she saw me, she's like, I don't know if I want to talk to you. The left are mad at me. And I'm like, you're crazy. Like, we love Laura Sturgeon. What like, she, didn't she do something? Uh... Uh, she beat Greg Lavelle. No, I don't no, know if you know. No, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> that was the most important thing. No, That's but the she first was on the wrong side of some uh, some issue. I forget what it was. Well, we talked about it before. I think she I mean, she, knows, she I got she got turned into some kind of amendment that never went anywhere because she got kind of played a little bit. But I I I put her in this category, and this is like the this middle category. I call people the fuck out here because I think they can take it. But Tizzy Lachman, Laura Sturgeon, um, I saw Melissa Minor Brown at the. Uh, abortion rights rally mm -hmm. what up very uh, by the way if you're listening to this it's excellent remarks you got the fucking crowd fired up nice work um krista griffith who fucking uh, who also felled a huge someone in the republican leadership so these people like i'm with you like i love I, I, we, we've made electoral victories but then the general assembly happens and nothing fucking happens like what are we doing we're not doing anything Let's let's ch chop fucking chop. Well, you've got a governor who's uh, I, <laughs> let her rip, bud. No, <laughs> I, 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 it's just it's it's sad. I I don't know. I, I I really do wonder if he you know took a lot of hits to the head playing football. He's not a he's a slightly built guy. Uh, it, it's just I don't get it. I don't I don't understand why he plays to the chamber of commerce. Again, this is what my complaint is with corporate Democrats. See, I, I have a theory here that what the problem with most governments nowadays is they think that they should grow it. And I don't mean grow it in terms of they, they should grow their revenue. And the way they think to grow revenue is growth. Economic you know, population, certainly. And it's, well, what you're doing is you're taking this, this capitalistic uh, lens on the whole world. You see everything as as possible through capitalism, and it's like no, 
that's uh well he's got a lot of things confronting him i well, he's uh, doing the same thing we talked about earlier he's like he's fallen into the corporate side of it and oh he always was on the corporate side of it i meant falling into it like with the yeah that that whole yeah i mean he never started anywhere else i meant now that he has you know political power which he didn't have too much of until i eh, probably was a rep how long was it? Was he a rep for four years or two years? Where in Washington? Yeah. Oh, I forget. I, it was something I think like it was that. six. Was it six? I Jesus think so. Christ! That fuck. Well, no, again, I I do have to give him credit because he's a fucking do nothing, say nothing blob, but he flies right under the radar. He doesn't get any shit. He was he's he was if he was a representative for six years, I'm going to be shocked. But uh, again, this this is the kind of people like, just like Biden, just like Coons. Uh, we cannot tr triangulate around this and pretend that this move from labor to management, you know, from people who have jobs to people who have capital, like that's it's very, not, look, it's, it's not going to, it's can't, it can't continue. It, the, well, it's not working. It's uh, not well, working. It, but you have to stop it. it, it it's, uh, uh, it's a, a, one of those uh, laws of physics uh, that, that Scotty was always saying you can't change. Objects in motion stay in motion. Objects at rest stay at rest. This is the law of inertia. And that's uh, uh, the law of inertia is very, very that lawyer is full of like physicists and, and chemical engineers. This is, you know, so they understand inertia all right. We're, we're you know, we're inert here. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, again, I'm sorry. That's I guess, why when you say, well, are here, we more to the left? So than I'll we, do no, the bill. So I'll no, do the we, No, we are not. I don't believe we have moved to the left at all. I, I believe, although, you know, see, I shouldn't say that. The population that is uh, democratic and not um, blue collar, I don't know what, what collar it is, but uh, there there are a lot of, of working class sections. Just this. We're still a microcosm of America here. Uh, it's just that the Republican Party, we're, we also used to have the highest percentage of people with advanced degrees of any uh, state in the nation. And, and so what the, what the Republicans were selling nationally, I think, hurt them here locally. Even though uh, you know that we were strict, it, look, so they're we tied. Have, to we have Chamber of Commerce Democrats and Chamber of Commerce Republicans. So we're fucking tied to it. How do we untie the knot? Well, because it seems like these electoral wins. I, I mean, I, I guess we just need more electoral wins. No, I, I, uh, I, I prefer to to fight on the uh, battleground of ideas uh, and policy. I, I look. The th one of the things that I've been pushing for, and it's actually starting to pay, they're starting to pay some attention, and I never saw anybody even talk about it. I just started pushing for it years ago, was that we need a statewide property tax. The one tax, if you look at our tax profile, we're the thing we're out of whack on is our property taxes are as low as they are in Alabama. I, they are. We are a deep southern state in our uh, property tax profile. Why? Because education is taken care of about a uh, level of about sixty percent at the state level, rather than the local level. Most places in this country, it's less than fifty percent state support for education. We have an exceptionally high number. I'm not saying it's high as it should be, but it's exceptionally high, but uh, comparatively, but. What the effect of that has been is to keep local property taxes very low. 
uh, the same house that you would buy in a North Wilmington suburb for $400,000 and pay $2,000 in tax on. If you bought that in uh, in certain school districts in uh, Pennsylvania, just over the line, you would pay four times that much in property tax because that's how they fund their schools and, there and in most states. And I will just interject this. The oligarchs here, they moved to Chad's Ford and they moved to Kennett. You know why? Because the schools are better. Oh, if you stay oh, no, here, no. the money you save, you send your kids to Friends or, oh, it's or Tower not, it's, Hill. It's, See, this is why my thing... It's the courtier class for the oligarchs. It's not the, the oligarchs themselves. Correct. They still own land here. This is why the, the property taxes are low here, because they they don't want to pay high property taxes. But my, my attitude... Uh, you want to get out of having to constantly uh, spend all this time and effort trying to convince people to vote for higher taxes for schools. Do what they – Dell Tech broached the subject as a tax for them. Bullshit. Make it a tax for schools. Make that the school tax. Substitute that if necessary for these property taxes uh, – these uh, local property taxes that keep going. Have a statewide property tax. My criticism of that, not that I don't – not that I disagree with like the policy if it worked, but they can't do anything. <clears throat> and I think the reason they can't do anything is that triangulation. Like, oh no, no, you, no, it no. doesn't work. Like they can't even get. Oh, oh I mean, how many times Rob, has Kowalko? How many times has Kowalko put up the, the just just a small these tiny little brackets to get more state money or even Albright? The f squishy centrist blob that sat over there. He wants to look at real estate reassessments. Like it just seems like it's so centrist it never goes anywhere. Well, uh, oh uh, yes, yeah, so it never goes anywhere because uh, reassessment is not a statewide issue. It's a countywide issue, and none of the counties wants to incur the expense. Uh, it costs uh, something like thirty million dollars to do it, and they. Uh, it's, if you do it, it's supposed to be revenue neutral, which means you have to come up with a $30 million somewhere else. So <laughs> no one does it. No one's done it for years and years. But that's not, uh, it's not, uh, you would have to reassess to have a statewide property tax. But it, it, it's, you know, my, the reassessment itself, although that would make things more fair if you're in favor of, I think, I'm a good government person. What's fair is what we should be striving for. But again, and, there's these structural, like the fact that, this cost is there that can't be like it has to come from somewhere else. I mean, there's these no, structural there's these structural barriers everywhere. Wait, that wait, wait, have been you, placed there for a reason. You seem to think that like the people who actually stand for election uh, think about this. They, no, none they of them don't. do. No, they're they, ciphers for. Again, they, these. This is the thing the about Chamber John of Commerce Carney. comes they in are a and cipher. tells they're them. They're an open cipher. Here's the way them. it works. Correct. And they listen to them. Yes. What, so, no, those people, what no, they're have, not in charge of any of this. What you have to do, uh, look, I've been watching this for a long time, is inject ideas into the system. If they have to debate those ideas enough, pretty soon it's not a radical idea anymore. It's now something that's, uh, you know, under a discussion. Well, based on that, how long do you think Kowalko's fucking tax brackets are going to take? Because it's been six fucking years. Oh, oh well, then uh, I'd say Another four, four, four more. Yeah. All right, four to six. Well, John, you know you always have somewhere to come to fucking. Talk no, about I'm the just basing brackets. that on his, uh, on historic uh, evidence. I, I uh, guess. Six, six is fast. I mean, that's the fastest you can get anything through is six years, and ten is more like the average, and twelve's not out of the question. Jesus Christ! Yeah, this that's is, this is miserable.
No, it just takes that long to to get the people who matter to start considering these things. I want to change the people who matter. Well, I think we, I think well, again, you're telling me changing the minds of the people who matter take over a decade. I mean, I can't take more than a decade to change the people who matter. Which people are you thought talking about? Whoever you're talking about. Really? The, How are you going to get Michael Parkowski out of his position? How are you going to get Bill Bird out of his position? I David know, Swayze. Uh, How are you uh, going to get him out of there? Well, I'm sure they work for somebody. You know, if we got, I mean, I'm, and again, this is. They're this lobbyists. Is, correct. They're lawyers oh, and lobbyists. Well, we've talked about this They work too. for many people. I've talked, uh, yeah. We've talked about that too. Do you know all our banking laws? But, but here's the thing. They were all written by what, David Swayze. What, what pressure. Here's here's the thing. How are you going to get rid of the guy who wrote you. the banking laws? They all listen to anything he says on that. I just uh I I just I'm had, just driving this home. No, no, what I'm and what I'm telling you is I just had this conversation with somebody who's rather important who I'm not going to mention. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, that's why. Um so those people that you mentioned mm-hmm. have some sort of leverage to keep, they they need to stay in line because that's the company line, or they. I mean, it's not like in Delaware you need that much money to re, to be if, to be reelected. Like not as much as like that's not gonna maybe sway you that much. Like so, but they have some leverage on certain people who are the ciphers for their ideas. So, what I think is the easiest thing to do is those people who are have those people have leverage with. Remove those people and put in people who fucking hate those people because John Kowalko hates those people. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hates those people. So we can find people who 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 see those people and they're like uh, they're they're grim death. And they're sent packing. First, we and have so to, first, so again, that could take less. You're telling me to no. convince those people it's going to take 12. Maybe my project takes eight. Um, no. My yeah. projects are starting to work, actually. Uh, yes, but you'd have to get... The, the only way you can get uh, people to listen to uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is if there are 60 more like her. Well, that we're working on it. Yes, and that's... It. But will that really be faster than getting the idea injected into the system? Well, here's and what I would say. And is it either or? I, maybe I wouldn't agree with Is it either 60. or? I would say that... You know, I don't believe it is either. All of, when 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 the new when the new house U.S. House was seated, yeah, it was like, oh, Ocasio Cortez, that's the thing. But then you're like, oh, wait a minute, no, Rashida Tlaib is there, and this and Presley's there. Doesn't matter. And to live, but 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 that's part of the sixty. AOC. But that's part of the. It's all they care about. Uh, well, that, of course. I mean, that's that's the she's the. Well, they do care about um, uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, because she she's a hijabi, so they definitely care about that. Yeah, they, they don't understand that. They see he they see hijab. They like, don't know her name though. They're like, what the fuck? Well, who's that? You I'm not. They, th- I'm talking about the public that that like watches um, extra. You don't. Uh, so that's. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> people still watch extra. This just seems like more boomer energy. You're it's just at on. Me. I mean, I know oh, it's on. When it's on, I've never seen. Is it on? It's on. Yeah, it's on a TV. I, I why? Because you don't know anybody watches TV anymore. Uh, I mean, I don't know anybody who watches extra. People have TVs in oh, their homes. No, like... I don't. That's just it. That's what I'm saying. Is oh, that yeah. you know, no, we would never watch extra, but people watch extra. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Or as you know, I, I like to quote Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Uh, you know, people like it 
uh, it, when Andy McDowell says, oh, people like to do that. And he says, yeah, people like blood sausage, Rita. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's no accounting for taste. Exactly. Oh, man. You know what? I've given you guys enough. I'm a giver here. I feel like everybody's a fucking ingrate. <sighs> you know, I'm going to keep doing it. I was referred to today in a private conversation as a Delaware's foremost public intellectual. I text, God help us all. I, I, that's true. I text him back. <laughs> I text back and I said, um, that, that can't be right. And he was like, well, if you know one better, you text it to me. I said, you know what? You got me. So, you know what? The fact you people should be, uh, considering a patronage. I've been very nice with a lot of you. You've been freeloading. I've seen the numbers, a lot of fucking freeloaders. So let's get it on. Come on. The Highlands Bunker at Patreon.com, at Highlands Bunker on Twitter. Just, you know, if you throw us 10 bucks or more a month, you can come here and you can sit here. You can listen to Al Massetti in real life. His voice is exactly the same. It's dope. Dude, uh, what, you dude, can smoke dope. You what can you drink, need is I mean, t-shirts. Oh, merch. Yeah, merch. Ah, uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I can get you t-shirts for three seventy nine. dollars piece. I'm sure you can. <laughs> they fell off the back of a truck. No, no, no. This is completely legit. We do have a, a very quality uh, a uh, graphic design person. Guy. <clears throat> we do. I mean, if you can get them from Palestine, we'll take them. I don't think they're allowed to ship now. Well, that's why. I, that's what I meant. Yeah. I do get soap from Palestine, but they, they send it through uh, Texas. And plus, all I do is get bars of soap because I like natural like tea tree oil soap. And so you order this, this Hablas that's from Hablas in the West Bank. But it comes from Texas, and you had a fucking sign for soap. I'm like, oh, now I'm on a fucking list. Good. I'm glad. If there's a list for me signing for that Nablas soap, uh, good. I'm glad I'm on it. This episode, I feel like, is going to take all of Carl's powers and skills. <laughs> to condense. To, 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 it's, it's, I, I feel like I can see him over there. He's already nervous. Anyway, folks, uh, if there's one thing I can impart to you, uh, it's that left is best. And if there's a second thing I can part, impart to you is Lula Livre. All right. Cheers, everybody. 